bitch ass vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. I don't even know where to start. I took the rawest form of expression and turned it to art. My verses weapons like Tony, that's Montana and Stark. And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part. Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order. They say a sorta, kinda decent with it, I was like sorta. See, they dumb their compliments down cause they don't feel important. I just feel bad, they really try to hide the distortion. Look, you don't really gotta say nothing. Cause I already know, disabled, handicapped, I was still running. I hate you, gotta force them just to feel something. Acting like they down with you like like you about to film something Like I'm dealing with some theater majors I'm reiterating the dialogue You see in the pages I look at the fortune and fame You really need to be famous That fame can be nameless I got the talent, passion, you name Black it Tacos. I mean, threes from the ring Threes from the ring uh, mm. Episode 42, I believe uh, Get it Yep, 42 episodes in I don't know nobody that has wore the jersey Number 42 Let me see if I can pull something up NBA Players that wore 42. Tony Allen, James Worthy, Tom Chambers, Brittany Griner, um, Nate Thurman. No, this defensive old episode. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, shout out to Brittany Griner out here uh, almost beating Hole's asses in the uh, WNBA. So. You know what? Before we get to all this uh, spicy wrestling talk, because there's a lot, um, I personally think that old girl is off the fight. Imagine she can just been running away like a punk. But I thought she thought about dog. I'm about to get suspended even more days if I fight. So she just kept backing back. Now knowing she was, and then she probably thought to herself, "I'm gonna get suspended and lose." Because Brittany Griner probably fight like a god darn freaking West Side nigga. So like. She probably would by the move. But yeah. pick your battles. I don't know, man. Yeah, pick your battles, dog. Exactly. Pick your battles. Pick your Just battle. get that nice three day suspension and not she take it. Probably out. two. Probably gonna get a smooth two and be like, all right. And then that's I think they handled the suspensions on a lot of people got suspended too. Hmm. I think cause some girl ran up on Brittany Grinder. Right. Hey, shout out to that girl that did, G. Like, shoot, Brittany Griner's like the real nigga of the NBA. Like, like just off some of her off the stuff she's done in the off season. Like, that's she's like the real real nigga of the M- of WNBA, which is. I would say she like Brandon Ingram or Tigo Bitty, but she knows she ain't got me, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But let's go ahead and get into the wrestling talk. So this was like like Daytrail said, um we it was a really, really wrestling packed weekend. Uh SummerSlam and XT both were really good. Uh we're recording towards the end of Raw and Raw has been really good as well. Quick uh returns, uh, announcements and things of the sort. But let's go ahead and go straight into the NXT takeover recap. <coughs> so <coughs> oh, crap, excuse me. So, anyway, so NXT TakeOver was this past Saturday. Um, Opened up with the Street Profits and the Undisputed Era. Really solid match in my book. Um, I was surprised to see the Street Profits get the win. I'm not mad at it. Because I thought, as often as they've been on uh, Raw, I think they were on SmackDown once or twice, but especially on Raw, 
I thought this was like their final goodbye, but I guess they they're giving them one more takeover. Uh, I think play tickets. I could be wrong, but between Velveteen or Street Profits, one of them losing that title in NXT. Yeah, it could be that too. Like it could be because I think show. I think. Undisputed Era is draped in gold probably until War Games, and then they lose War Games. Like, that, that they, that, I how, think, what's they, which is War Games record? I don't think they're 2 0. Well, they probably is 2 0. Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know, I don't I know if like they, they did it the year before last. You'll have to see. That's yeah. something you have to look up. But I think they probably. Two, I don't think they're 2 0. They lost. Because the first one, Roger Strong turned heel, right? And they won. And then... Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, most likely, somebody's about to debut during this uh, AJ Styles versus uh, Seth Rollins match, too. So, that's why I'm watching it while we while we are uh, doing a podcast. Uh, so, I'm saying most likely it probably won't be happening. So, if I'm saying all that stuff a lot because I'm trying to make sure I catch the... Uh, the uh, debut while we doing a podcast, but uh, I think somebody's dropping that in a random NXT taping, and then yeah, they they're get one and one from that. Yeah, they're one and one. Who won the recent, most recent one? Ricochet, Pete Dunne, War Raiders beat them. Okay, yeah. Okay, I don't know why I thought they were zero and two, but okay, like because they never lose. Exactly. But uh. Probably the person I want to drop the title the most is not just because I'm one of the three Roderick. Hopefully, it's more than the three of us now. But I want to see Roderick Strong stands in Chicago. That's black. But uh, I just think Velveteen is ready. You don't even have to have him on matches on SmackDown. You could just do him doing vignette in like a little room with smoke going through. Him just sit down on the couch. Talking stuff, dog. Mm-hmm. And that's all you got to do, saying they're not ready for the dream. Are you ready for the dream experience? And, you know, just, you know, God darn, keep going. Kind of like what they did with Alice the Black. Just Agreed. keep going, keep going. Because I think he's a SmackDown. I think Velveteen is a SmackDown Agreed. guy. He played a, he, he'd probably be like the king of the mid-card until, you know, they put give him that run with the title. I think he would do perfect with the IC title. Imagine him turning that icy title of purple or something, dog. You G, love the swag, G. The swag, G. Yeah. <laughs> I will cop that one belt, G. I already have an icy belt. But I will cop yeah. the Velveteen Dream one, G. So, um, so yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I, I, three I want to get caught up, too. But that, even though Raw needs the tag teams, it's just hard to... To how you would take the belts off of uh, uh, the club unless you do you have to put three niggas together and I don't know who you'll put together like cause I don't know who goes to AJ next unless you know Johnny Gargano is the one they about to uh, debut if they exactly. debut somebody exactly if so. they debut somebody but yeah, so but overall, decent cool match. A good way to open up the uh pay per view. Then we get Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. Probably my 
second favorite match of the night. Yeah, it was uh, a good match. Yeah, Io Shirai and Kenneth tore the house down, dog. They tore the house down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tore the house down. Def- like, yeah. I, at first it was like one of those, like, okay, why'd you turn her heel? But the crazy Asian thing is pretty cool, pretty dope. So, and it's not yes. like we don't have crazy Asian uh, archetype yet. So, let it work. I'm not mad at it. And just All right. and here also, comes somebody about to debut now. So, give me a second. They're beating He's the getting, hell out of. Shavana's getting beat up. Yeah. Hey, uh, I need Carl, not Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows to stop with this eye paint, G. This is, this, this, nope. It makes him look better. I'm sorry. It just We're makes him look goofy, bro. Him. Like me, we nah, was talking about me, it, Byron, it, it, and Extra was talking about it. It makes him look goofy, bro. It's shades of Japan, dog. I love it. That's fine and dandy. Oh, it's Ricochet. I don't want to see Ricochet. Hey, I'm tired of Rick. Come on. I'm tired of Ricochet. Nightwing Ricochet was cool last night, but gee, even AJ turned around like, gee, seriously, like this, this is what y'all bring me, nigga. Nigga, stop. I ain't gonna stop. Niggas thought they was getting Jargano, so this crap. Oh. Man, look, man. Beat that nigga Ricochet ass, G. Matter of fact, get the uh, crowbar so since he still want to be uh, Nightwing. Somebody still, somebody still might debut. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, you just don't let Ricochet get washed like that without. Ricochet really got beat like a Robin, dog. Instead, they the crowbar was crowbar, a magic killer. <laughs> I just need to hear Johnny Gargano's song pop, dog. Let me turn this volume up. <laughs> and shout out to AJ, uh, hopefully giving us, like, the super styles. I don't know, he's just going to powerbomb it. Oh, what? Uh, oh, it's Braun Strowman, guys. I had a, didn't I say on the podcast a few weeks ago, Braun probably coming for that U.S. title, dog? <laughs> I feel like you did. Yo, he didn't even really run over Carl Anderson, G. Uh, yeah. Yo, that was beautiful. Yo, GJ. <laughs> yo, yo, that was yo, G. That was that was decent, G. Okay, man. That was decent, G. I can't even hate on that, bro. What they chanting? Somebody's saying thank you. To who? Brian. <laughs> so Johnny Gargano didn't get the call up just yet. All hey, right, 205, 205 Live. live you ready to see him on 205 <laughs> Live, nigga? 205 Live prophecy, dog. Hey, man. 205 Live, G. Him, him and Shayna Baszler going, going at it for like a year, year-long feud for the belt, bro. It's gonna be lit. Yeah. Well. Uh. So I. It still leaves the question of like who is. Uh oh. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep. Uh. There was a perfect time to let Seth go heal. This would be the perfect time. 
For a fan, well, this is the perfect time to turn Braun heel, too. Either way. But I feel like Seth would be best as, like, the overly aggressive heel. Yo, Ricochet need to splash on both of them. Why? Just so you be the target? <laughs> so yeah. you be the one to take the pin? <laughs> Triple threat match at Night of Champions. Yo, they do not play about Sean Christie's nose best, dog. They legit cut the feed. Nigga, no one cares about no, Christie's nose best, No, Stone Cold's show's supposed to come on, G. Not oh, okay, all right, all right, cool. Yeah. I was I God, who was Christie's nose best, bro? I was going to scream. <laughs> No, gee, straight up Steve Austin now, G. That's that's what comes on now. I get. I think Chris uh, Chrissy knows best at SmackDown, or is the Miz and the Miz and Misses, whatever the hell they shows called. But back to uh, Takeover. So, um, so yeah, we talked about Candice and uh, Io Shirai, Matt Riddle, Killian, and Dane beat each other's ass, um, which was entertaining. R.I.P. to the uh, security guy that died with them. Uh, he, he didn't need, he didn't deserve that, but it made him more funny. Um, but anyway, so North American Championship, Velveteen, Pete Dunn, and Roderick Strong. This match slapped straight up. Straight up. Man, look, y'all thought I was lying when I say that nigga is the messiah of the backbreaker, dog. It's different. They backs with each other, G. <laughs> different. I, icon, G. This an icon. When I G. tell you, this nigga got four million ways to do a backbreaker. He, this nigga, backbreaking him into the one. Okay, Velveteen got backbreaking into the ring post. And then Pete Doug got backbreaking into the ring side barricade. And then Roger Stroll proceeds to backbreak it. God darn. Pete Dunn on top of everything, dog. Different. <laughs> he used it's another like, human to break, I mean, break backs, G. Like, come <laughs> <Joe>. <laughs> He's the messiah, dog, of the backbreaker. You can't yeah. get no better than that, bro. But yeah. Absolutely. Even outside of the creative use of the backbreakers, G, like, you don't, this, and I, I was talking to Byron and them about this. We don't get triple threat matches where all three competitors actually stayed involved in the whole match the whole time yeah. through. You don't get that yeah. that often. And that's something I hate when I see triple threat matches on WWE nowadays is, oh yeah, it's two people in the ring only at one time. Maybe in the beginning you get uh, all three competitors going at it, but I like to see all three people involved in the match in some capacity. So it was dope to see all three of them at least involved ninety percent of the match. So shout out to uh shout out to uh like the choreography and the matching in terms for that. Man. They 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 threw it out that was my favorite match of the night. Yeah. They threw easily. it out the park. Easily. Um then we got Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim. It was a it was yeah. It was even it was slow paced, but yeah. And just at this point, I'm just over Shayna Baszler. I, well, I've been over Shayna Baszler. I just for the thought past they were trying to give it to Maya Young. I think that's the sour taste in everybody's mouth that Shayna Baszler still retained. Yeah. I don't know who take it off. Unless you, you could do a fatal four away 
that had EO taken off of her. But the thing is, she survived uh, the fatal four way already. Huh? She survived no, the fatal four way again. That's what. Then you just you just do it again, I guess. Like that's the easy way to take it to take to have EO take it off of her because they can't have two people in a row retire the belt. I mean, vacate the belt. Agreed. Especially because Shayna Baszler is not even Oscar good. Yeah, I just can't have it. Y'all. I really can't have it. So, uh, and then it went. It didn't to an extent on the main roster. It kind of got. This is the only Charlotte W I have a problem with is her being Oscar and Mania, but yeah. it kind of got stale. I mean, like her, her undefeated streak kind of didn't mean nothing when she got to the main roster. Uh-huh. She was watching niggas just to get beat by Charlotte, but I. I like I said, I'm okay. I'm an okay standard basis plan. If you want to keep it, you want to know this crazy fact that I learned SummerSlam during SummerSlam or during NXT that um, she is older than Beth Phoenix and Beth Phoenix retired before her. Huh? She's older than Beth Phoenix. How old is Beth Phoenix? Beth Phoenix is Shane. Shane and Baseball. Oh. She looks old. I just thought it was like white women age horribly. Shanna 39? Oh, hell no. And Beth Phoenix is old? <laughs> like, gee, like 39, like you're either, especially in women wrestling age, like. Beth Phoenix is 38. Come on, G. Come on. <laughs> Beth Phoenix is tired. You Cause she's been going what for like say? over ten years, I wanna say. Who? Beth Phoenix. Like she's been retired yeah. like outside her one match comeback, but like she's been retired for like ten years, right? Ain't Maya Yim don't even look thirty. Shout out to them Asian black jeans, dog. Yeah, the mainly the black. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn, that's Yeah, bro. I don't know. <laughs> But all I gotta say is just get Shayna the belt off Shayna Baszler. But anyway, moving on to the uh, main event: Adam Cole versus Gargano. Um, so uh, Fall One was ended in no disqualification because uh, Gargano hit his ass with a chair. Then the street fight where Gargano won with submission. And then we got a uh, the steel cage weapon uh, weapons match, which was very entertaining. Um, uh, yeah, it was entertaining. Like, I really yeah, my my it's problem like, with I, the match is, bro, I get tired of seeing Johnny Gargano kick out of everything, bro. Like the yeah. match is good, but I legit get tired of Johnny Gargano. That dude do not die, and it's fun because that. That that is what you want in a Johnny Gargano match and stuff. That kind of because he won he won the underdog in that match at all. He was kind of whopping yeah, Adam Cole for most. Yeah, he was literally whooping his ass. Uh, I know the man Russell Vince ain't gonna let that happen at all. Hell but no. uh, I, I I liked the match. Don't get me wrong. The guy darn Panama Sunset from like off the top top rope. Oh yeah, bro, that was heat. Beautiful. That was heat. Like, it was a I good spot start also, the match. 
also did he uh I think he did a Canadian destroyer from off top or something like that. No, or no, uh, also Gargano that um, did the Canadian destroyer off the top. Um he also I mean when um I mean, a lot of good spots was in that cage, dog. When um Gargano like he like flipped and then uh and then he like power bomb Garg- uh Adam Cole. Like he like I don't know how because the funny thing is Jordan Gargano not a flip guy. So he's not like a, same thing with Adam Cole. They're not flippy niggas. Mm-hmm. So you know, like you know, who's like a they not like they like extremely high work rate wrestlers, but they're not flippy niggas. And somehow that nigga did something. I don't know how to say. It. It's just a lot of fantastic highlights from that match, and it was extremely good. It was a really good match. It's just that I like the I like the. You know, that non-stop action in that goddamn triple threat match, I love. And then I did not expect that EO Shirai and Candice LeRae match to slap that hard. Yeah, that was that was a great match. Like, we, like, mm. you know, you wasn't watching it. Wait, you, you, you did watch that with us. You did, you did. So, yeah. but, um, but yeah, like, that was a slapper. But overall, it was a good takeover. Solid. Um, too early for me to rank where it will be placed nah, on takeovers this year. It's, 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 it's a new age takeover, so yeah. it's, it's good, but I don't put it at one of the tops. I yeah. think the Brooklyn's always are up there. The War Game was always up there. So mm-hmm. yes. I don't like, think, yeah. I, Based off this year, because how many has been this year so far? Like what? Four or five? What takeovers, takeovers this year? Yeah, it has been what four or five takeovers this year so far, right? Uh, wow. probably five. It's a takeover for each. Easy is six. It's a takeover for each big four, and they do yeah, a takeover. They do like probably two of their own, like without a big four happening. So I think this was like the fourth or fifth one. I will. Right now, and I think it's takeovers always slap. So, like, for it to say it's last isn't a horrible thing to say. It's just we've seen mm-hmm. better takeovers, like, from start to finish. And if yeah. that makes sense. So, it's not like it's we're saying it's trash. So, but yeah, so that's that. Um, move on to SummerSlam. Uh, we'll breeze through this. So, uh, Pre-show shit, um, cruiserweight championship. Drew Gulak only Larkin. Drew Gulak retains. Um, I didn't get to see that. But that knew only Larkin called. Man. He, he, I, I rock with only. I rock with only. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Apollo Cruz fought. Um, this was a really a decent match until Rowan popped up and beat and beat Buddy Murphy ass for snitching. Um. And then Edge pretty much speared Elias, which was good to see Edge uh, in the ring sparing niggas. I thought I was scared his neck was going to explode. But um, as somebody said on Twitter, shout out to Stem Cell Research. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think this is the start of the sh- No, still in kickoff. Um, the Women's Tag Team Championship was defended. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they need to think of a tag team name, uh, defeated the Iconics. Um, nothing. It was a 
cool match. Shout out to Alexa Bliss dressed as Buzz Lightyear and with the Buzz Lightyear spot as well. Cool match. Um, the uh, and then oh here we go. Pay per view starts. Uh, Becky Lynch and Natalya. This match was really freaking good. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it was gonna be like we crapped on this match in the lead ups to it. Uh, previous episodes uh, leading up to it, but this was a really great match. One of Becky Beck, uh, Becky Lynch's best matches as champion in this year, honestly, because since she got the belt, like she's been pretty stale. But, um, but this was a really good match. Natalia's best match in recent memory in my eyes as well, too. So, nigga was niggas are sleeping on Natalia. They forget she's like she the original high rate worker for the women's division. Yeah, uh, yeah she, she can always wrestle. It's just. Put it on good matches, if that makes sense. Like sometimes you can be a good wrestler and your matches just be dry. Yeah, yeah. So, but good match, good entertaining match. Um, Goldberg spears Dolph Ziggler forty five times. Um, I thought that was booked perfectly. Agree. I think that's the way you book Goldberg in WWE. I think that Ziggler did his thing on that mic, continue like. People got to realize, like, people sometimes got to take the sports out of the wrestling, out of sometimes when some people do not care about their win-loss ratio, dog. Ziggler is one of them, right? right? But some people do get to care about, like, entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's, you can, you can be something outside of WWE, like John Cena, The Rock, me is trying to do it with the Marine movies. But, like, you can, you can be bigger than what you are. You can see him like, he write comic books for Marvel, I think. Um, yep. So like you know, so you still have to show that you're you're a sunlight. You got some type of charisma, and the fact that he, um, that he uh, uh that he was able to continue entertaining that crowd and get uh, entertaining. What call it a match out of Goldberg? It's good. Like that's why I like Ziggler for us to bump. To sell. He bumped like a madman, dog. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he still has a stomach after those spears. So, yeah, yeah, I like. I think it was booked perfect. Yeah, it was booked like how I imagined it. Goldberg did his four moves of doom, his entrance, um, the screaming, the jackhammer, and the spear. So we got what we wanted out of Goldberg yeah. and moved on. So, like, I really wasn't exactly. expecting a match. Um. I would expect it to exceed like two minutes, but who cares? Segment itself lasted five minutes, but um, but yeah. So overall, is what we wanted out of it. Um, then we get AJ versus Ricochet Part Four. It was a good match. It's just I'm kind of over the rivalry at this point. Yeah. I think I think AJ going against another high work a high work point worker would be you know the I think we could say still pretty much like main roster green mm-hmm. like it's gonna take him time I think he might go through like the semi Zayn route dog and just you know what I mean yeah might have to at least he got the strap before because I don't think Sami Zayn ended up getting the belt I don't think he still got the belt yet I don't, yeah but, I don't think uh, he's carried the belt yet. Uh, I, it's gonna be, I think it's, it's going um, to take some time before we, we you know, see Ricochet get to full. Because I think he has it to be 
Or Rey Mysterio as everyone loves to be babyface. This is gonna take some time. And yeah. then like, trust me, Canada boot everyone. That's an that extreme. It's a, it's a like, it's a smarky crowd. It's not a butthole smarky crowd. Yeah. But it's a smarky crowd, like how wrestling turned Philadelphia to. But like, it's a it's a smarky crowd to the extent that they gonna they gonna boo these niggas, dog. Exactly. Especially faces. That always oh, thing. I remember uh, Eddie Guerrero versus K. Angle. You know how much Eddie Guerrero was loved, dog. When what? they went, I don't know what that was. I think that was a SummerSlam they got done. That was. It was. That was dog, I don't weird. Know what that, was, that was weird. Bro, they hated Eddie Guerrero, dog. Like they hated. I don't know. I was. I bro. I was like. I don't think Canada that racist. Because they, <laughs> and you didn't think, you didn't think Kurt Angle, because that nigga each sleeps and breathe an American flag. You exactly. didn't think he got like some booze. They was, but everything Kurt Angle did, they cheer. Everything Eddie Guerrero did, they booed. I'm like, nigga, Canada do not like baby faces, dog. I swear. Weird. weird. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but what, what about you talking about? Yeah, we can skip it. It was good. Uh, I like the I ending, too. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. That, that, was, a, that was, bro, that was one of the best styles classes I've ever seen. AJ got it, dog. Like, that. We remember when we was talking about GOAT contention, and we talk about outside of WWE, I see AJ top five, dog. Easily. Oh, yeah. Mm, like, top Easily. Five, dog. Crazy. Top three. I, uh, shoot. I don't want to. That's a couple of WWE guys you got to still put before him. True. And even right. if you go outside, you got to still put, like, probably, like, Austin. You put Rick. You definitely did. You put Rick Flair at number one because of the NWA. Exactly, NWA WCW run was yeah, different. Yeah. Uh, uh, put him. You did. Do you really want to? You you'll probably put Sting over AJ too. Uh, but, that's a great talking point, by the way. Yeah, that's something but, uh, we we'll talk we'll... about later. Like it's. A... <laughs> It's a pop like uh I was listening to the first Black Champ podcast and they did their uh oral nigga history of uh, Booker T and they uh-huh. made they made me think about Booker T's career in a even better light. So that's something we'll end up talking about on a later episode, like certain where we rank certain people. But uh moving on, uh Bailey versus Ember Moon. I'm gonna be keeping it G. I was so disappointed in this match. I, it was the build. I did the chemistry with Canada. It was a bit sloppy in some aspect, but that's wrestling yeah. to an extent. But I don't think the chemistry was uh like not the chemistry, the build, the build they had no build to it. It was just like two baby face one in the match. Perfect yeah. thing was for Ember Moon to go heel because I believe that's what character needs because Ember Moon is extremely bland. And I'm I'm I look I have to get off of that. This ain't defending no bowl. I would say this. Cause it sounds it sounds very coolish if I say it like that. I'm just gonna keep it buck when it comes to the people of our color in like WWE. Is that most of these niggas be bland, dog? And it ain't really. I've been saying this for years. It ain't really ain't no excuse, dog. Like it ain't something that you put on like all this though. Like dog, you just gotta have some charisma when you go out there. And it sucks that Ember Moon has the charisma of a penny. It sucks bad, dog. So, like, you know, I think heel is best for her. And I hate that, you know, some people have to turn heel in order for them to go good. But Sasha Banks' best work is from being a heel. 
Exactly. And you could do that She's with a everybody. solid face, Oscar, but great heel. Oscar, sh- Oscar should have turned heel on Charlotte. You know, mm-hmm. like, that some people do better as a heel just because fans could relate to that more than being a, a white meat baby face. Like Ricochet should never turn heel. Exactly. Even like, though he but, can't talk worth a damn, but he has charisma. He has a yeah, swagger. Yeah, he has charisma. Like, even though heel Finn Balor is a thing that I want to see. Like, his Bullet Club Finn Balor was the stuff. Finn Balor is a person that if Bullet Club Finn Balor didn't exist, I can't see Finn Balor as a heel. Because that nigga oozes charisma. Like, I, could, I thought I'd never be able to see... Uh, Sami Zayn as a heel, but Sami Zayn is so freaking good as a wrestler, dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a you know, as a as an entertainer in general, that he. But you know, there are certain people who needs that stuff, and Sami Zayn was the person who needed it too at a time, you know, to get people back to quite the way he is. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, just like Drew McIntyre can't be a face, certain people can't be a heel. But Devil Boat is one of the people who needs to become a heel just to have personality. In wrestling, right? Because exactly. Bailey, Bailey, you ain't out facing that dog. That song, the tool man, the moveset. It's just set. too damn happy, G. Yeah, you ain't out facing that. You're going to get over, like, you just got to seem like you can't. They both can't be smiling at each other. And with the way Ebo Boo attire is, like, it just screams like barbaric heel, dog. Exactly. So, and they need it. Like, other than Charlotte, you got who? Dog, actually, they need faces, but I don't care. Like, Either way. You got, yeah. they got icon- I, I can see Iconics being next to Challenge Bailey because you still have to do the wins between her and Charlotte. Like, you can't have her go against Charlotte until probably after Survivor Series. Oh, and then Charlotte takes the no, well, yeah, Now, at Survivor Series, yeah, we did not talk so much about the match that we need. You, you all know that's going on. Yep. But, um,. Uh yeah, you can't you can't probably have Charlotte take that belt from her until TLC, and then probably somebody get called up and take that belt from Charlotte at a Mania or something like that. Because I think Charlotte is technically undefeated in one on ones at Mania. Yeah, Charlotte uh, still has one of the best pay per view records of all time. G. Uh Charlotte definitely has a pay per view record of a god. Exactly. I think in women's. I think out of the women's, probably... The best, easily. There's no questions there. No, nah, I'm, th- I'm trying to think of the worst out of the four horsemen. Probably. Well, Becky never really got pay-per-views until now. Yeah. So you'll probably say Sasha. No, no, Bailey actually got the worst out of Bailey was getting ragged off when she was like, it, Bro, it was don't... hard for her. She it was bad. It was all time. Yeah, uh, so. What was that? What's that? The best? Uh... Kevin Owens versus Shane, beat Shane McMahon. Thank you, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. I hope I will see Shane McMahon on Sunday, but I hope Kevin Owens go back here because I'm a kid fan face Kevin Owens. But he does the stunner and stuff. I guess it's cheap pop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The match was a match. I really, you know, it really Yeah, it was cool. It was like, It was it, to keep Canadians happy because yep. they needed Canadians. Especially, like yes. Especially after Charlotte beats Trish, which I'm, Okay. Forgive me. Yeah, it was a good match. Forgive me for saying that Trish wasn't going to uh was going to probably get carried throughout this match. She held her, she she reminded me very much that she can still go. She can uh, she can she can go. I don't know why she retired. Other than you know probably you know 
Ah, Trish like forty one. Okay, yeah, I know why she was. But man, when she did that, like I felt like Jerry Lawler was first there. Oh, puppies! I swear to God, but I was like, what the heck? I ain't no Trish had it like that. But uh, but then it's like they Charlotte came out doing the same thing, dog. And I'm like, oh lord, I hope nobody slip out, G. I was praying <laughs> nobody slipped out, dog. I was praying because that was just gonna take away from the match. Yeah. But uh, uh, that match slapped. Yeah, it was a really it's great match. Uh, good think, storytelling with the match too. Like good yeah, storytelling with it. Yeah, and I think um, we don't expect something that helps the match. And that'll get on with the main event when we talk about that. But mm-hmm. we don't expect a match to be as good as it is. You think it's gonna be one of the meal? You think it's gonna be a classic WWE? Man, that that was really good. That was yeah. probably one of the best main roster matches for this year too. Yeah, best women matches as a whole. Like we could definitely put a place for it. Uh, Kofi versus Randy like Orton. That. Yeah, eh, I'm not. It, I don't like Kofi or Randy Orton chemistry, dog. Randy Orton too methodical, and Kofi's too Kofi. Kofi got his own. I think Kofi should be working with like high work rate people or big monsters like Samoa Joe. Beat him up, but with you know with with Randy, I think Randy should be going against like also. High work with people. Randy best matches are from people who can flip across the ring so they can catch them with an RKO. And even Which though he did. they yeah. classify Kofi as a high flyer, Kofi ain't no high flyer to me, dog. I think he jumped, but he ain't no guy that's going to do it a 450. Yeah, he's not a. Call he it probably could do a 450. It's just not in his moves. Nah, so. that nigga black. He black. He, nigga, he could do a, a freaking a 980, whatever that is. <laughs> but uh, he's black. He can do whatever he wants. But. I just don't know. I don't like Kofi. I don't like Kofi when you go against methodical. Probably Kofi versus a Triple H will work because Triple H is yeah, a, it's king. a ring general. <laughs> yeah, God yeah, ring yeah. general. G, so. Yeah, yeah. So he, and Randy Orton tries to fake be that. So that's what throws. Oh no! I I still like this Randy. No one's smoother than Randy Orton in the ring. Yeah, like, no one. I no agree one with comes that. off as Chris, Chris and precise as Randy Orton in the ring. Probably why he called Kofi stupid that time. But uh, I hated to finish. I hated to finish with a passion. Yeah. Nobody needs to look strong in that. You could have went with a DQ instead of a ring out. Yeah. You could have went with Randy Orton kicking him in the nuts or something. Exactly. Or know. trying to punt his head off or something like that and get disqualified. But uh, it was a weird like, finish. I do, like, uh, I do like Kofi said, get up. Um, get your bitch Get your bitch I did like that. <laughs> I did like that. Uh do you see Kofi title reign coming to the I think Brock dropping that to uh, Seth, spoiler alert. I think that Brock and Kofi thing is a collision course, dog. Oh, yeah. It's, gee, at this point, <laughs> look, G, I've been saying if Kofi was to lose last night, I would have been satisfied. But, but I'm also not shocked that, uh, but at the same time, I'm not shocked that this may go into Night of Champions either. Solely because, uh, like, so, solely I'm not because, mad, but I don't want them. I do not want Randy versus Kofi. I, I was wishing it would be a one-off. And you get Kofi like someone like Sandy Zane or something. Just somebody who could just, because I need Kofi matches to slap harder. I'm sorry. That day Brian Matt set that standard, dog, that I wanted Kofi matches to just slap way harder. 
not everybody's Daniel uh, Bryan. That's the thing. So, I know. But I get what you said. That, that, that's like saying you want every Daniel Bryan match to be a Daniel Bryan match. Not every uh, match is going to be that way. You're right. Yeah. You're but, right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, but they're going to drag this along. Uh, I feel like at this point, I feel like if they made this match a stipulation, it would have been better. But at mm-hmm. least now we know for sure the next at Night of Champions, they're adding a stipulation to this match. So I think it will add more to the match. It'll add. I think you go. I think you go no DQ. I think you go that route. Yeah. False Count Anywhere would also really, really I feel like False Count Anywhere would be better because when you think when they keep if you're gonna keep going with this 10 years ago storyline between the two when Kofi dragged that nigga across the ring like across the arena that was a memorable moment so it's like making a false count anywhere would be a perfect way to just end a few and move on from there but either way uh, Brock Lesnar's on his way and if he F5's Kofi 45 times I'm not gonna be upset at all. all right. So, um, so yeah. So I'm, I'll be, I won't be upset. Um, but anyway, uh, Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. All I'm gonna say is thank God Bray Wyatt won a pay per view match, and also a good way to beat Finn Balor's ass. And I, not necessarily, I thought he was gonna get ridden off, get his ass kicked, but. It's going to be interesting on where, like, where they go with Bray Wyatt from here. Because you've made him look incredibly strong. We didn't even see him on Raw tonight. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, I don't think, was it even a sign that he was there? Because I didn't watch every part of Raw. Yeah, I watched every second. Probably. I don't see no. I didn't see nobody tweet any of the little critters popping up. So, but um, I'm all. I like the new persona of Bray Wyatt. Like the character. Uh, I'm surprised he fought in that mask the whole time through. I'm sure that nigga was hot as hell. Um, but yeah, like overall, I'm cool with the new Bray Wyatt persona with uh, the fiend and all. It's cool. I'm shaky on the mandible claw being the finisher for him now though. Barely. Are you shaking on that being a Yeah, I just oh. never liked the mandible claw as a finisher. I was break to make it. Now, do I think the mandible claw beats somebody like Roman? No. Hell, no. Now, if they make, like, uh, the, uh, what you call these original finisher, uh, what you call it, Sister Abigail, whatever the hell it was called, uh, like more of a one-hitter quitter type finisher, then yeah, I'm cool with it. Like where he uses it, then it's match over with. So, then I'll be perfectly well, fine. Match is cool. I would like to say this. That production team hit it out the... Oh, yeah. They've been A1 with the whole Bray Wyatt thing. At the end, the flashes, that was a beautiful... Beautiful. Hey, definitely. Extra had me down because they said Bray Wyatt had to get out the gym and flight stand back up. Oh, yeah. So, moving on. Uh, Seth hold and on, Rock. Hold on, hold on. Uh, go ahead. 
the new his new his reverb song flopped. Oh yeah, that remix was heat. As, <laughs> I was great. Like I'm like the whole interest itself was fire. The uh, him holding the light with his uh with his face on it was funny as hell. Like it like everything about it was just um was a one like a one. But, um, so let's move on. Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. I'm going to keep it G real. We, I think Brock Lesnar picks and chooses who he wants to go all in for. And I'm also glad that the match went the way it did where it was an actual match instead of just cheap tricks to one-up each other. But I, I was, like, I would, I would say this was going to be the match where it was like, okay, Brock was actually going to wrestle. Because I think he just picks and chooses. But, like, this was a really great match from start to finish. I totally agree wholeheartedly. That work rate brought me having Man, Brock Sale, he's an underrated seller, though. Underrated. People don't give him his credit for that. Underrated. Underrated. It was he, he sold that stuff fashion, G. Um he made Rollins like a million bucks. Uh well like it was just a perfect Brock match. Like the way he he, he wrestled like a heel and Rollins wrestled like a baby face and they brung it out. Like mm-hmm. they did what they have and Rollins with the with the storyteller, Rollins Able to flip out of the suplex is like I know what you about to do. Mm-hmm. Flip out of it. Uh, getting on his feet with the F five. It's just like it's like a good uh, way to say like Rollins is always get back up on his feet and do what he has. Really good man. Did not think when I thought Rollins was gonna get manhandled, dog. Manhandled, but it was yeah. it was really good, really good. Yeah. And let like- me say this right now. I know Roman fans are are good people. Don't start doing this. Well, y'all can't say Roman just shoved down a stole because Seth beat Brock. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. There was a point in time where Roman legit did not even flinch at the match. At all. At all. (laughs) Never forget. I think it was... What was it? Backlash? That nigga was it putting the rest hole once by Paul Joe and then legit got speared. Superman punched speared. Like, nah. Like, it, it's the, it was a difference between Roman Reigns and Terry and Seth Rollins. And I like Roman. Yeah, it's a, it's a difference. And I'm a, I'm a super pro Roman guy. But it was a huge difference. So I need you guys to chill. But. I, at this point, I think people just need to put respect on Brock. When he wants to work, he can work. He's one of the best workers in the company when he wants to. And when he yeah. actually likes the person, he has respect for the person he works with. Exactly. When he's in there with Seth, Brock, it's a difference. Brock, when, yeah. you know, Brock is an all-time. Uh, yeah. all there's no doubt about it. All-timer. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not. Just because, like, part-time is in, like, the part-time status is a little annoying at times, and the booking can be annoying. When he's had matches with people he wants to go with, 
he has good matches. The AJ match was good. The Dan Bryan match was good. The Finn Balor Dan match Brown. was great. Dan Bryan match. Um, Finn Balor make the Finn look strong. Awesome. Dog, you didn't go your back to where he went. Come on. Come, gee, come Fantastic. On. Yep. This dude, the Taker match, really, really old school, really, really freaking ending the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Probably Taker can't go as much as he used when they was doing the laugh at each other, that's the stuff like you know, like you said, it's a respect. Of course, Brock is gonna respect Big E or he's not gonna have a, a, a spectacle with Big E because no offense to Big E, he's Big E. Like there's no there's no gain for getting a rub off of Big E. Horrible like there's no gain for at this point, being Ambrose was nothing else. like I, I don't wanna hear no more being Ambrose. Just didn't have the respect mm-hmm. for Brock. Exactly, and it is what it is. So, just gotta hold it. But that SummerSlam, SummerSlam was really was really good, like really good. Despite like how the like the low points were shocking, but like what you we wanted, what what was the low points were shocking. But at the same time, what was the high points was you was re- you left amazed. So really good pay per view either way. So I'm like I would like it's too early to rank these. I, I just want to I rewatch these for I want to give an honest ranking. But I was impressed either way. Like I left satisfied. So so that's that. Um, and then Monday Night Raw. Uh, Shasta Banks came back finally, and uh, we got Heel Banks, and I am happy as hell, and I also need all them haters shut y'all asses up, and I hope, and I can't wait to, for her to take the belt from Becky Lynch, so we get uh, her and Bailey at um, Survivor Series. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want, and I care for. I do. Stuff like that. Thank God. Yep. So that's all that matters. I can't. Yeah, I can I want to be able to deal with the AEW stuff, dog. I want. Look, bro. I'm keeping the buck with you right now, dude. I'm not gonna argue with the niggas on Twitter. Like with them AEW niggas, if anybody jumps ship, I'm just gonna tell them see me and any AEW Chicago show, dog. Which like, is two weeks from now. What'd you I think, say? I think it's two weeks from now. Oh, no, not all out. That place is when I got darn draws. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> smell like draws. Oh, man. And also, shout out to WWE uh, throwing the Evolve show during that weekend. It was very smooth. It's <laughs> smooth. It was smooth. But uh, before we get into basketball, so if you did fast forward uh, 45, 50 minutes in, uh, we're still going to be talking about wrestling. But I want to introduce a new segment um, called Do You Remember, where pretty much we will pretty much bring up a random low mid-card jobber-ass nigga uh, out of nowhere and just bring up memories that we have of that person. And... All I'm saying is the first person is pretty much one of my favorite low mid card ass niggas during the Attitude Era, Steve Blackman. That's the GOAT. 
Oh, I knew you would bring us to every time somebody bring us black people. I just laugh. I can't <laughs> stop laughing when I think he's like the nigga came out with not even Kindle stick. I don't even know what the things are called. No. Double Kindle sticks, G. I don't know, man. They were they, they look G. They was the, the mini Kindle like, sticks, and like I don't know. Nah. And then I remember one thing he was doing. I don't know if it's like one of the Royal Rumble type situation. I think it was a Royal Rumble. He came out with the blinks. He proceeded to beat whoever it was in the and ring. He with some slapped dogs. everybody and then, those things. <laughs> and then proceeded to get thrown right out the ring, dude. I don't even know what state Blackman was, you know, set up to be. He was like, supposed think he'd be set up. Like, go ahead. Yeah, he was pretty much set up to be nothing more than probably, like, at best a mid-card nigga uh, in WWE. Uh, at, like, and then with the hardcore thing, come, like, the hardcore era between, like, 99 and 2000, that's when he was oftentimes on TV because, like, he, he had a good run with the belt. Um, the most memorable thing he did was with like Shane, where he had that match, that hardcore match where I think he was fighting Shane for the belt and he knocked Shane, he hit Shane with a kendo stick and that nigga fell into, uh, onto a whole bunch of equipment. That is like one of his most iconic moments. That is one of his most iconic moments. And his theme song was fine. I ain't a Steve Blackman t shirt. I'm sure if we look on the site, like Steve Blackman has a shirt, G. But the man has probably one of the most fire theme songs where it's just literally, it just sounds like a karate master ass shit, G. But, and then the, the last thing, the last major thing that he's done in recent memory was be on Nancy Grace and yell about not being on steroids after the Chris Benoit situation. That was kind of like the last time wrestling, anything wrestling really that I remember from folks was he was on Nancy Grace arguing with her post Chris Benoit. Like this had to been like a week or two afterwards arguing with her about steroids and brains and all that crap. And it was a, it was one of those moments where it was like, yeah, as a wrestling fan, like shut your ass up. G. This no, no, <laughs> but yeah. Shout out to Steve Blackman, man. So, one of the uh, GOATs. Um, we'll have another one next week. Daytrail, uh, I'll let you figure out this person. Go with, find the person to go with next week. So, we'll try to alternate. All right. Eventually, we'll probably be oh. boosting Domino like, for Cottrell's sake, since he is the only nigga that remembers him. Hey, Cottrell. Cottrell. Tell me one thing you remember about Deuce and Domino, dog. For wrestling, <laughs> the nigga you. That's funny. He don't remember what happened. He just remember them coming out, dog. <laughs> yo, yo, Vince. Yo, I ain't even gonna start. I'd be bad. It's not gonna agree with. Okay, I want you guys to come out in Greece again, and. Do greaser stuff. Chuck Palomo was like, come on, dog. I just got done rider. I didn't even ride the motorcycle. All I did was fix it. Just please. I don't want to. Look, Chuck. I just. Yo, Chuck Palumbo probably had by far the worst gimmicks 
in all of wrestling. Bro, what, what's, matter of fact, we might do Chuck Palumbo next week, G. So, let's say yeah. that for later, G. We'll do Chuck Palumbo uh, next yes. week, G. All right, let's talk about basketball. But, yes, Chuck Palumbo had the worst. Got the, that nigga had to be gay. He just had the worst experience. So, all right, let's, let's go to basketball. Let's move over to hoop not really my, much let me happened. Huh? Yeah, I'm talking but, to my sister. Okay, but yeah, not much happened uh, this week in basketball. The most major thing actually happened today, and that was um. So pretty much, I think between last week, after we recorded last week, and uh, today, the NCAA announced a rule where all uh, players can have agents. But those agents have to have bachelor degrees which led to a big problem big nasty problem uh where pretty much it became the rich paul rule lebron went off decent amount of players went off i think stephen jackson even said something of course but stephen jackson always loves to hear himself speak um he really do um i know yeah uh and then this morning uh the Athletic, which was free today, so you could have read every single article that you could have caught up on the past summer today for free, and it came with the Rich Paul story talking about how he felt about the rule, which was geared towards him against the NCAA, and immediately after that article dropped, <laughs> NCAA said, "You know what? Every you, you don't need a you don't need a degree to be uh, our players' agents," which. All I'm going to say is that's a big fat L on the NCAA end, and y'all look goofy in these streets. My thing is, my whole thing with that is, like, why? Other than isolating Rich Paul, that was just a petty move. Like, in my mind, I'm just thinking they're doing that just to be petty, right? Mm Because there's no way. Because, like, the nigga in high school, the high school, I mean, the college dude, if they're a rich Paul acquired, could it be a rich Paul acquired player? Nine times out of ten, they're one and done, right? Easily. Or he could just send them to Australia. No, I'm just saying, if that's the case, they are one and done. Yeah. You just wait till you legit uh, go to the drive, and you don't have to worry about rich Paul. I mean, you don't have to worry about them being a rich Paul. Because there's a way around it. Rich Paul becomes them after they say they're going for the drive. He becomes then they sound with Puma and things and they, everything's just going to pause till after the draft. Because NCAA already threw their parents the money on the table anyway. So, yeah. like, they good regardless. So, I just think that was them being petty. I didn't even know the NCAA had a problem with Rich Paul. I thought that was just more of the NBA thing. But I guess, I don't think it's so much that, I think them other, I think the other agents are salty dog at what Rich Paul is doing because they don't have that that, it's not even you could that and Rich I Paul's think, a good example, but you can even put Kawhi's uncle in the conversation too. Yeah, good. Hey, look, well, look, it's not nobody else thought that they went to school for four or more years just to be goddamn representing Ursan in the Silver. Nobody <laughs> else thought with this. So, like, it, and no offense to Ursan in the Silver or the guy who make way more money, probably thirty times more money than I but, do. Shout out to Ursan Ivasova's agent because he stays with a team. Exactly. He's a good guy. I'm just using him as um, or Jamie Lynn agent. Jamie Lynn agent suicide watch right now. 
But like, you, <laughs> you 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 can't get mad at that. You know, it's a system of finesse. Like these agents, as much as I hated this Kawhi situation, Uncle Dennis made Kawhi a bigger star than he where he was mm-hmm. in San Antonio. Yep. And this is what this is what Uncle Dennis wanted. Yep. So, you know, Rich Paul, Anthony Davis said he wanted to go. Nobody thought they could pull that off. Nobody thought they had the asset. It happened. Yep. Rich Paul got you know. Draymond in shape. Draymond got a big contract. Ben Simmons got money out of can't it. Can't even shoot. Ben Simmons can't even shoot anything that doesn't involve a blue. Hey. <laughs> so, but he got a nice one hundred and what seventy million dollar extension. Yep, with bonuses. Where I think if this year if he makes all in any all NBA team, it gets I think a fifteen percent raise, depending on like if it's third. I think it's no five percent if it's thirteen, ten or fifteen percent if it's. Second team in twenty or twenty five percent if it's first team. So like it, it's it's my favorite saying it's chess not checking. Like it's so it's like it's easy for him. So I, I thought that was more crap. But my thing is thing I hate the most is and I know this has been going on for like forever. But I wanted to see him either. The NCAA treat these players like property, and yeah. it, it it you know triggers me the most because ninety percent of those players are black, and they treat them like property. Yep. And it sucks so much that they saying you can't represent they people because we don't want you to. These people are these are our money makers. Because they can't make as much money for us if you represent if you represent. So, and I, I'm glad people went overseas. I feel sorry from overseas niggas who went overseas because they can't get a job. You know, the NBA. But I'm glad that the youngest going overseas and things of that nature because it it it's it's you know you know it is it's. I'm sorry. I just saw Izzo doing a shoot with a green suit. Uh, Lizzo, whatever this fat chick name is, oh, she was doing a shoot with a green suit on G, and it just literally. Yeah. Next question. Um, they about to flame. They are about to flame her dog. Bro, they already did after what she said about when she unnecessarily tried to shoot at Future and Sway Lee the other night, like. They already got her up out of there for that. She so, but, um, but yeah. So shout out to Rich Paul. Uh, Rich Paul has all the power. He has all the juice, and uh, niggas is mad out here in these streets, and I'm all for it. Um, before we get into our top ten power forwards, uh, the feeble scrimmage was the other day. Um, update: Kyle Lowry's out the picture, but he has a legitimate reason. His thumb isn't ready for him to play yet, so Kyle Lowry's out the picture. Um, but I just wanted to ask, uh, well, bring up, like, what player that is still on the FIBA USA team will have a breakout season because it is, no, it's pretty much more historic 
that most players who have played in FIBA, uh, or like at least were like the, I would say the one of the more primary players who was on the FIBA team, they proceed to have like a very like close to a breakout season or close to MVP level last season. Like I think Derrick Rose, uh, led to that led to his MVP season. KD, KD's MVP season came from that. I think Steph's season from hell uh, started from that as well. So just players off the top of my head. So when you look at that FIBA team, and as thin as it is, who do you see having a breakout season? And if you need me to uh, pull up the list, I don't have a problem with doing so. What would you say? If you need me to pull up the list of players still on the roster, I don't have a problem. No, no, doing no, so. no, 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 no. Okay. Um, maybe can Kimba really have a breakout season? What will be a breakout season for him at this point? Will be him. I legit. think him averaging like thirty-one. Which in Celtic system is going to be tough because even Kyrie couldn't do it. I think. I think Brad Stevens is probably a fact they, yeah, that they I got a the reincarnation of Jason Tatum. So they're going to need somebody to be a legit dog. It's Paul Pierce. Um, if not, Kimball. Dog. It's sad. A lot of those people, because a lot of people and a lot of like people you would think is De'Aaron Fox in it? De'Aaron Fox yeah, De'Aaron Fox, I think, worked yeah. his way into the uh, primary team now. De'Aaron Fox most likely will have a breakout. He might get most approved to play in the Nobody. That's the only people I can think of. I will say Jason Tatum, but I don't rock in that Boston. And Kevin Walker. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that uh, for me it was either going to be Tatum because I still believe in Jason Tatum. Um, it's just unfortunate he's a Boston Celtic, but my goal for Jason Tatum would be be better than Paul Pierce. Plain and simple. Um, but yeah, Jason Tatum I think would be is due for a realistic breakout season that was expected from last year. Um. And then I'm going to also throw De'Aaron Fox out there as well. Uh, especially because, in a way, like I feel like Marvin Bagley is still the best player on that team. I think the Kings is going to be at their best if De'Aaron Fox is the 1B of that team. Not not just number two, but he has to be the 1B. They can have a good shade of Westbrook and KD up there. Like, they can legit have shades of that dog. It can mm. look everything going right. With Buddy Hill playing that dog. That's right. Of, you know, getting shots. These shots. To... I guess Harrison Barnes would be up. But Harrison Barnes just need to make open shots. That's his sole purpose on that team is to make shots. Sole purpose. Just make shots, my name. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Uh but yeah, so that's I just wanted to bring that up. But uh let's go ahead and get into our top ten power forwards. 
All I'm going to say is I had to redo this list five times because I kept forgetting people. <laughs> I literally kept forgetting people. Uh, so my honorable mentions is uh, Lil Sabonis on the Pacers. And is Bojan Bodanovic's power forward? I think they're going to play him five. Yeah, I hope so. Um, he's a small. I think he's a powerful. I don't know. He's a forward. So, um, so I, those are my honorable mentions. For those will be the honorable mentions that says a lot about power forwards in the NBA. Uh, so number ten, Marcus Morris. Number nine, Aaron uh, Gordon. Wait, Aaron. Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Um, number eight, Siakam. Number seven, Paul Millsap. This is where you might get a little upset. Number six, Draymond Green. Number five, Kevin Love. Number four, LaMarcus Aldridge. Number three, Blake Griffin. Number two, Giannis. Number one, Anthony Davis. I'm still pissed. He said what? Pissed at you guys. Just do not seem like he's a powerful. Nigga Just, plays power forward, G. The I nigga, don't, yeah, the nigga like, literally plays like Pascal Siakam. Just with just bigger and stronger you know, and more freakish. That nigga That nigga plays like LeBron James. No, you don't. <laughs> LeBron Without at least had a streaky three. ass jump shot, G. Yeah. Um, Griffin got a weird jump shot too. John's he's kinda like a goddamn Simmons situation. The Simmons didn't always Primarily runs the point. He was at he was at the goddamn at one point and just was like F it, we might as well put him at the. But I, you know, um, excluding Green, so they're making a top nine. That Jeremiah Green, I think he's gonna be a top. Five. Um, it just I look. I like Blake Griffin. Like Blake, we all like Blake. That defense speaks loud them. Agree. We like that. I that playmaking speaks louder than Blake Griffin. I would say they like equal in playmaking. Nah, nah. That I would nigga say they equal. The Blake Griffin runs a Pistons. Draymond Green runs Warriors. Two completely different teams. I know well, the Warriors. My playmaking would be a one if I had Stephen Clay and KD freaking uh, pre KD still though. Come even on, pre KD you, you still, had Steph you still, you Clay. Leandro Barbosa, Sean Livingston made shots. Iggy was young. Shout out, respect. But like, what the heck is that? But like, um, I'm sorry, just Draymond. Draymond better. He's got two defensive year awards. I think. One. Like, come on, G. He has one. Come on, dog. He should I mean, have he got two, one but defensive. Yeah, well, come on, dog. Blake Griffin got a rookie of the year, I think. So. Yeah. Like, keep it real. Just keep it real with yourself. He is. He. Draymond Green to that team. It's like, yeah, the big three was more important to him than him. But taking Draymond off that would have meant a lot to that. Because he is the heart and soul of a whole lot of stuff. And that means a lot when you come to ranking, right? Yeah, and and also it means a lot. To come to figure out his skills. His skill set, yeah, his shooting went atrocious 
exploitation. The shooting got worse got every really year, bad. which is it weird as hell. Weird, extremely weird. But I just think Draymond. You would rather have Draymond build a team. You rather have Draymond play. You know what I mean? It comes down to that. Um, anything else? I don't really care about anything else on that list. I think it's other than the fact that. Um, did you put? I don't think you put uh, Bagley in the list, did you? No, I, I, I want. I should have put him in honorable mention. Also, um, that boy from Memphis, Jared Jackson, that ain't gonna be cold, dog. He still has a lot to prove to me. Like what? He's good. He's gonna be cold. I do believe. He just that. I just don't think of him as an honorable mention yet. Ah, uh, that ain't cold. Like Bagley came off the bench, was dropping freaking twenty five some games. <laughs> My man got injured. He was killing it too, though. I think he, I think he gave Brown some work in the game before, dog. Who didn't give Brown think... work this year? <laughs> but you know, you know, you know. I think he legit gave Brown work. One of them, one of them situations like when they caught uh, Luca and like not Luca. Joked to caught that nigga in the paint type work. Or oh, Vucevic mm. just caught that nigga in the paint type work. I think he gave him some of that. But mm. hey, my, um, I, I agree with most of it. Uh, I definitely agree. What are we doing next? Sinners? Yep, Sinners is about to probably be I the most annoying list. I can't wait until you put Joke in front of I dog, can't wait. Literally, so we're about to argue majority of the episode about Embiid and Joke. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. You got to put you make the list. I, I am not put putting Jokic in front of Embiid. Sorry, I'm not. I am. I refuse. No, it's not going to happen. Plain and simple. No, Embiid's best in the league. Plain and simple. You got to put the. Uh, it's not going to happen. So quit asking. I don't exactly. know why you ain't got that voice. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I don't have that either. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the uh, Spurs versus Dallas in 2006G. Dirk you know was what? These niggas, yeah, it's on NBA TV, bro. But, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but Dirk was giving these niggas buckets the first quarter, bro. He <laughs> got to a point where really? literally, I don't know why. There was a point where Ginobili was on Dirk, and they sent Robert Horry to double team. Dirk said, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Still made the shot over their head, G. God, buddy, Dirk. Yeah. The fact Robert Horry was getting meaningful minutes. But yeah, so yeah. Hey, man, well, this is about to be a short episode. Well, but for real, uh, yep. One we had nothing else. That's it. Unless, hey, unless nothing you... else that happened in bed. Oh, the schedules dropped this week. Uh, oh yes, yeah, let me. Uh, get... Some yeah. niggas saying got down the Lakers probably go freaking twenty and one. I, I don't believe that. I didn't I really look at them... the schedules yet, but hold on. Lakers got see. a Lakers got a real good. They got a real. I just hate the fact that they go against LA Clippers first. Hate that. That's one, probably bro. the one that most people said everybody go twenty and one off. Of. I, I think they beat them. And Brian got more chemistry with his team than God done KD did. I mean, five. Yeah. True. It's, you know, it's a brand new team, but some people still there. God dang! Hold on, let's see. Schedule. So notable stuff about the schedule. Uh, fewer back to backs, um, of course, which they they've been dropping back to backs almost every goddamn year, and niggas still take lower management games off. So at this point, it's just 
you're doing it just because it sounds nice. Um, One of the major things that pissed off a lot of West Coast fans, though, was the fact that a lot of West Coast primetime, well, primetime games is going to start an hour earlier now. So I think, hold on, what is the example? Okay, here it is. So ESPN Wednesday night doubleheaders mostly started at 8 o'clock last year. They're going to start at 7 o'clock Eastern time. So for up for us in Chicago, that is six o'clock. For people who who are in the West Coast, that is going to be five o'clock. Them niggas is just not leaving work. Um, <clears throat> and then that's for the first game. Then the uh, second game, those games are expected to start at nine nine thirty instead of ten o'clock. Which for me, I'm cool with because honestly, like it's. By the time, like, okay, you like for me last year, I love watching LeBron. If I outside of league pass games where I think they will start actually at nine, maybe sometimes eight o'clock, I will have to probably stay up until day near one one thirty just watch an ESPN TNT Lakers game. I don't want to do that. I don't. That's annoying in itself, especially if they get in their ass kicked. I'm definitely going straight to bed. So. But yeah, so a lot of West Coast fans were unhappy about it. But honestly, I feel like that's good because it's an easy way to keep your viewership. Because I think they NBA did say during the course of the year that a lot of West Coast games they were losing ratings off of solely because of that. So it's all about viewership uh, at the end of the day. Speaking of no ratings on West Coast games, the Kings only have one. Televised game. What national televised I feel like that's unfair, G. <laughs> that's pretty unfair, G. I'm sorry, G. That's unfair. Like Kings Twitter was kinda hurt. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Like the Kings is like one of the like legitimate one of the best up and coming teams. Like, yeah. The I'm New sorry, Pelicans is Dallas Gamble National Televised. Bro, come on, G. Well, Luca Porzingis should be fun to watch. Same thing. You can say the same thing with De'Aaron Fox and Michael Brown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they I feel like they're the actual better team. That's my. Like, that's what was my point. Like, I'm sorry. I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch somebody like De'Aaron Fox versus Luka and them than to watch the Nuggets versus the Jazz. Like, I, I love basketball to to the end and back. Ain't no pure mm-hmm. basketball hardest to see a game go to freaking ninety points, and it's overtime. I'm Gucci on that dog. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, I'm good. Um, but yeah, I think it's unfair too. But it'd be like that sometimes, right? Definitely. But yeah, like that's pretty unfair to the Kings. But I think NBA flex schedules, so it'd be it is. I'm trying to find the Lakers schedule because I just actually want to see. All right, F summer league. Nobody gives a damn about goddamn summer league. Bro, why are they only getting in October? Like, bro, we they have more games than that. All right, well, let me Google it. Lakers 2019 schedule. All right, so they have the Clippers, Jazz, Hornets, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Spurs, Bulls. If we can get tickets for that Lakers-Bulls game, we need to shoot for that because they're going to be here in November. Um, Nigga, the face I'm looking at my phone right now. 
A, a Bulls home game with the Lakers. Nigga, you trying to sit on top of the United Center? <laughs> I'm, I'm worth Gucci, it, y'all. Nigga, you better Damn, look bro. at that Kings game. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Holy fuck. Uh, LeBron, Lakers, Kobe. Cop? Unless you work in a concession stand, you work in a concession stand, I'll take that. Hey, look, man, you might be looking for a part time job, so go crazy. I am looking for a part time job. Hey, look, hey, hey. But, um, but yeah, uh, the Heat, Raptors, low key, this is a cupcake ass schedule for like. I told you, dog. They got go. Like, no, gee, like they have an easy schedule to start things off with. Like, yeah, they first two games is the Clippers and uh, Jazz, but literally, bro, they have a lot of winnable games to start the season. G, like, yeah, you got the Warriors in uh, November and the Clippers to start the season. Of course, the Jazz is gonna be tough. But this is a really easy ass schedule. Like, pretty damn easy. And how often they gonna be at home? One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six. I count the Suns as a home game. Eight, nine, <laughs> ten. 11. They got 11 home games. Just through October and November. Realistically, though, realistically, they though they either win. One of them they catching a W with, even if it's the Jazz or the Clippers. One of them they not winning both of them. Catch a w. If they do, I be I won't be shocked that they uh win both, but it's realistic. I'll be split. more I'll be more shocked if they win both and lose both, dog. I'll be real. It's just for some apparent reason. I, it's stressful watching Brown games because, like, that other team brings so much. <laughs> you think it's the finals game, dog. Um, That's why it's a good thing they gave them three I don't days see, off. A lot of those teams, a lot of those teams they're going against, I don't see nobody really matching up with Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. So he bought to, he bought yeah. to punch that MVP bid real early, dog. Real early. I don't see nobody. Let's see. Let me look at the Clippers. Warriors, Suns, Hornets, Jazz, Spurs, Jazz, Bucks. Man, they got a tough start. Trailblazers, Rockets, Pelicans, Hawks, Thunder, Celtics. Dog, they threw the god darn. Yeah, they. Why they do that to the Clippers? Damn. Like, bro, they starting off. T- <laughs> like, I'm sitting there trying to, like, gee, like, you, it's some games. the Warriors, like, in the first five games? Yeah, the war the Warriors is their second game. Okay. Like, bro, like just in the first. Uh, month, I know the go- Warriors ain't the same, but that Warriors, like, look, it's still, a great. They got darn D'Angelo Russell. It's like the Warriors team still gonna have a chip on their shoulder. That's what people like. Yeah. They're going to be good, and they play better when everybody doubts them. So you know how that goes with them. But yeah, man, it goes really good for them. They almost beat the goddamn Raptors on one leg. Exactly. Yeah, they got a tough start. Like, it's some games where I'm sitting there like, bro, <laughs> like this is y'all first first month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
check up Boston's schedule for me. Yeah, that was another thing I'm curious about. Let's see. Boston. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about the Red Sox. <laughs> I know I should have put Celtics. And I don't want you to keep checking teams, though, but pick a team. The next team you do after that, you, already, you just pick one of them. Pick between Rockets and Philly. I think Rockets is more interesting because really. I forget Rocky I, bro, after them niggas getting eviscerated by the Warriors again with one leg KG I honestly don't think about that team no more dog <laughs> I really don't I just don't I'm kind of happy too because I hated the Rockets last year uh, let's see Philly Raptors Knicks Bucks Knicks Cavaliers dang they got a really cupcake schedule to start Hornets Spurs Mavericks Wizards um, dog Warriors. that's so Nigga, name Kings. one team that you said in that first top ten was over 500 last year. <clears throat> the 76ers is over 500. The Raptors are over 500. Bucks over 500. And the Bucks. And then they don't see another 500 team from there until the Warriors. And that, we're still in November. Then they got the Kings, the Suns. They meet the Clippers. Nuggets. Like, November is when things get a little tough for them. Dog, I don't want this dialogue when the Celtics are North East because of the damn schedule. <laughs> yeah. And they got that jank-ass team. Let me check Philly real quick. Um, and I'm, I'm going to check the Bulls to end it just because, like, hey, we have to. Um, somebody said the Bulls going 41-41. and 41. We've been saying that for the past two, three years, and I'm tired <laughs> of saying it. So this I'm at a point, prove me wrong. Um, let's see, Celtics, Pistons, Hawks, Timberwolves, Trailblazers, Suns, Jazz, Nuggets, they ain't got a tough start, um, Cleveland, Magic, Thunder, Cleveland, November gets easy, Knicks, Spurs, Heat, Rafters, Kings, Knicks, Pacers, so they start the season a little rough, but like, November, they could easily have the best record in the East, uh, off November alone. Man, they got the best fucking league. Yeah. Who do they lose to? Like nobody really. Like if as long as they stay healthy, like in the offense, my main concern with Philly is always is pretty much going to be the offense. But it's going to be more like okay, Brett Brown, show me how good of a coach you are with this more than anything. Um, let's see. Let's look at the Bulls. Hornets. That's should be a win. Grizzlies. They lose to Terry Rozier with a guy. Bro, we lose to Terry Rozier. That's, bro, bro, you don't understand, bro, the frustration in my heart. But, um, (laughs) the Grizzlies, that should be a win. Should. Um, the Raptors. John Morant gonna get got the thing, dog. He gonna give him the things, dog. Let me just be optimistic, G. Um, the what Rafters, you, that should be an L. Let me be optimistic, please. Uh, the Rafters, that's that should that's a big fat L. The Knicks, I feel like RJ Barrett about to give freaking Zach Levine them no, teams. That's a W. <laughs> no, that's a w. That should that's be a, a w, w, but I feel like RJ Barrett might have around goes. I know we said this last year, but the Bulls can make the playoffs. Yeah, they can. If they get a good, if they get good, you know, um, like good. Like, if they could get Lori to get a nice and powerful, like, 19 or 11 points per game. I mean, 19 points I need per 20 game. Out of and 11 what you say? You need I 21? Need, I, I need 20. I, too much. 
That's think 20 is possible. Uh, I think 20 is possible. Got, you remember Zach Levine on that team, dog. Oh, he passed that ball, G. I know, oh, but I feel like it's possible, G. I, if, if the Bulls is going to be at their best, if Zach Levine lets Lori get, get to 20 a night. That, that's when they're going to be at their best if Zach Look, Levine realizes that Lori needs to get 20 with him. I'm being generous with 21. I mean, I'm being I feel you. Yo, is Chris is Chris Dunn still active in on that roster? Yeah, they they are still trying to find a trade partner. Uh, Derrick Rose comes to Chicago uh, November first. That's gonna be a big. F- <laughs> the nigga about to drop fifty. He didn't take Reggie Jackson starting spot that night. G. <laughs> He's gonna drop fifty and take. <laughs> Look, y'all want to be there that night, G. Uh, damn. Yeah. You think they play a video for him? I feel like they already did. I feel like they done it already when he was with the Knicks. I feel like they done it already. So, yeah, that's something I feel like that's been done. So, like, you kind of had to. You kind of had no choice in the matter at all together. And I feel like they did it again last season. Um, but yeah. Um, look at the schedule, like, Four and twelve. <laughs> Dog, you just say you're giving them a chance. You want to be optimistic there in a four and twelve. Oh man, gee. like it, they could also go like literally like they could start the season five hundred. They could also go four and twelve too. Just looking at this damn schedule. Like with the Bulls, their best bet is literally win as many Eastern Conference games as possible. Because when you go west. Especially when that damn when the universal soon the universal soul circus not the universal soul circus but wherever <laughs> big ass circus takes over the United Center and they go on that freaking trip, that's when normally things go very very bad. So that's all I gotta say in regards to that. But um yeah that's pretty much yeah now we actually get, now, well we at one thirty now so full episode pretty much for you guys um. Appreciate you guys for listening. Of course, uh, shout out to the support you guys are giving us. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring, Three S from the Ring, and uh, make sure you like, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and on SoundCloud as well. Working on getting on Apple well Apple Podcast next, and eventually just hopefully YouTube as well. So be on the lookout for all of that and. Once again, it's your boy Chris J. Chris is